One of us is Rocky Mountain High. Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey V, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it's Casey Bubba, and it's you, and we are breaking down all things MLB DFS for you right here, courtesy of the Line Star app. Go out there to linestarapp.com, go download that bad boy, go upgrade to the premium product, and get ready to start winning some money along with us. And if it sounds like I've got a little extra, oh, I don't know. Hitching my giddy up uh, a little extra uh, hop in my step. It's because Framber Valdez, that's right. Framber Valdez, just 5% owned, nearly matched Garrett Cole in points on FanDuel last night. And Bubba, I got in. I'm getting out. I'm leaving on a high note. I told you once a year, maybe twice, I go down the Colorado road and everyone says you're crazy. And I'll tell you what, more often than not, I'm not. I got to tell you, it has worked. You have to be careful. You have to look for guys that have the low walk and the low hit rate and the good offense behind them that can support. And yes, he did walk the line, but you know what? He walked the line all the way to a W and we get to have a little fun on the program today, Bubba. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You get to have a lot of fun on the program today, Joe. You get to have all the fun in the world. You Johnny cashed that thing and you uh, walked the line. It was uh, it was beautiful. It was I I was telling you before the show. Every time I checked the app, it's like runners on for the Rockies. Like, well, here it comes, Coors Field. Nope, gets out of it. Gets out of it. I'm like, okay, the mall. This is gonna be a great show. And then you just had to tweet me last night. Just had to tweet. Or this Actually, morning, it was this it was. morning. Yeah, yeah. 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 I woke up. Right. I woke up to a lovely tweet and was like, oh, here we go. It's well, right. I didn't want to do it at night for you. You know, the, the time difference is the. <laughs> I wanted to make sure it was the first thing you saw when you woke up in the morning. You're like, hey, about that Framber Valdez there. Woo! And we said, yeah, and yeah. look, and and in, in all fairness, you know, I did say it yesterday. I said it's either going to be it's going to be an entertaining show one way or another. If he blows up, if he's great, either way, it's going to be fun. But on top of the only thing I didn't want was him to be mediocre. You know, like no decision, you know, five innings, two runs, like whatever. Like that wouldn't have been fun at all. Like that's just kind of eh, whatever. It's just stupid. But get the W, the quality start, everything. Feels good. Feels good. Back to back days, boy. Kent Maeda and Framber Valdez. We're we're rocking and rolling right here. Not Not bad. bad. I would say it's pretty good. We got an easy one tonight, too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah this one's a little easier the the, the tournament arms are a little um yes. uh, i don't want to say dicey but let's say dicey uh there's a few that i again i'm gonna stick my neck out on a guy tonight and we'll see if it's right or wrong but uh, i overall um you know you had the you had the postponement yesterday with the uh the braves game which hurt me because i had to go back and like fix some yeah, things and stuff like that. everybody that was such a game to attack yeah. and that sucked <laughs> yeah it really did it really it was just bad news and you kind of looked at me like no no don't take that away from me why are you doing that it's really frustrating but at any rate um you know we're gonna fly around today and and obviously recap all the scores and everything going on in major league baseball yesterday but we want to remind everybody here make sure you head over you know to that line star app make sure if you enjoy uh, the program too and you're having fun and obviously a lot of you are because you're listening to the program you're tweeting at us make sure you go and subscribe to the podcast click on the notifications button so you know every time the new show drops and give us a five-star review i mean 
come on, we're winning you money. We're having fun. We're giving you laughs. We're giving you cash. What's better than that? So let's fly around yesterday. Randall Gritchick. Uh, oh, wait, he's still hot. <laughs> two more home runs for him. <laughs> uh, Blue Jays beat the Orioles five to two. Uh, the Phillies dropped to the Red Sox six three. And I'll tell you what, there's a Red Sox today that I got my eye on. Just goes to show you, you think Jake Arrieta is bad? You ain't seen nothing yet. It's uh, Jake Arrieta will always show his true self. Uh, Alec Mills got the loss here to the Cardinals, 9-3. He also had the Royals, 4-0, beating up on Luis Castillo in that first game of the doubleheader. So Luis Castillo, you know, it's funny because his FIP is better than his ERA. I think this is in season long, just throwing this out there. I know it's a DFS show. He could be an interesting buy low candidate right now. What do you think about that? 100% 100% agree. He's just having uh, a couple of questionable hits every game, it feels like. Then you mentioned the FIP, XFIP, all that. Kind of say he's getting a bit unlucky, if you want to call it that. I know some people frown upon that word, but the stuff is there. Like, if you look at his swinging strike rates on his pitches and all that, it, it's all electric still. So he's just kind of in a little bad groove, and I think he's a very good buy low. Yeah. Uh, Carpenter hits a grand slam here. Uh, Matt Carpenter belted a grand slam and St. Louis beat the Cubs nine, three in game one. Uh, but in the second game, uh, Cubs came back and beat the Cardinals and Craig Kimbrell got a save. If you could believe that, uh, <laughs> the Rays beat the Yankees. That's right. Uh, Garrett Cole. How can he not beat the Rays? Oh my goodness. But it happened. And, um, you know, we, we were definitely, you know, it's funny because we talked about, you know, and, you know, it's crazy. You know, they look like the best pitcher on the slate. Anything can happen, but you know that DeGrom and Cole are always good enough to put up good performances that, you know, wins are, you know, you like the wins, but if they, God forbid, don't get the win, they should have strikeout totals. And neither one of those guys got the win yesterday, uh, although the Mets did win their game, respectively. Uh, Savali did get the W6-1 uh, complete game uh, gem there uh, from Aaron Savali. So uh, we should have been more on that. We were kind of lukewarm on it. Uh, I, I think we had road burn from Carrasco the night before still. <laughs> I know at least I did. <laughs> But uh, Savali continues to kind of really impress here when, when you when you talk about, you know, these Indians pitchers here, Bieber's on the hill tonight. But Savali is still that guy, you know, that it's kind of like the Zach Gallon start early in the week. Like you want to just mm-hmm. keep seeing it be great. And as long as he keeps being great, then I'm OK with continuing to pay a premium for him. Yeah, that was the weird part, because earlier in the year he was cheaper. So so much easier to just throw him in the lineup. Now he's up there with the big boys. We were—that's kind of what we were talking about yesterday. It's, do we want to just go here or pay a little more for this guy? Like Lance Lynn's a little cheaper, and then he just proved us: yes, you pay for him because he's that good. He's if the Indians just keep producing these pitchers that could do it time and time again. Yeah, they absolutely do. Uh, Matt Harvey took the loss in his 2020 debut against Trevor Bauer, five nothing there Shocker. in that second game. <laughs> Their double dip. Uh, we also had the Brewers pound up on the Twins, nine to three. Yelich hit a home run, so everybody screaming about how you know Yelich and blah blah blah. Four home runs on the night for them. Keston Hira, who actually had my lineups yesterday, also went yard. So good job, Keston Hira. He continues to be, you know, he's one of these guys who's always sitting in the low threes, and every day he's like a good play. Like the guy, the dude just hits. Uh, we already talked about the Astros' thirteen to six victory over the Rockies, so we don't have to <clears throat> talk too much more about that. Who pitched? Who, who, who got? Who got uh, you know, I think it game? was. I, oh God, was it? Uh, oh, it was Ramber Valdez. That's right. Oh, that's who yeah, it was. yeah, that's right. Yeah. You, you mentioned him yesterday. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Lance Lynn did not get the uh, victory here. The Padres ended up winning six three in this one, so this one went to ten innings. Uh, you also had the A's bounce back and beat up the Diamondbacks four one in this one. Uh, Marcana hit a two run home run. And Robbie Grossman, Robbie Grossman, yep. keep hitting the Continues. baseball to run double. Give me, yeah, give me all the Robbie Grossman I can handle. Yeah, I mean, it's just been good. Uh, and the Mariners, for some reason, own the Dodgers. I can't explain it's this. It's so funny. 
I, I know you I love I I love tilted Dodgers Twitter because all I said was the Dodge or the Mariners are giving Dodgers headaches this week. And I had like four people that don't even follow me that are Dodgers fans just like angry. It's so much fun. Oh, and uh, speaking of fun, to cap off Bubba's night, uh, Johnny Cueto <laughs> struck out eight yes. guys and beat the Angels. So how about that? I mean, anything is possible there from uh, from Johnny Cueto. So 2020. That- I know 2020 <laughs> Matt Harvey started last night. Yep. Oh God. All, all kinds. So it's Thursday. It's a new day. Yes, it is. So let's get after it. And let's talk a little bit about these day games. You have the Yankees and Rays Paxton on the Hill against uh, John Curtis, who spells his name with two S's at the end, which is just weird. Uh, Spencer Howard against Chase Anderson. Howard's not been good so far. We got Spencer Turnbull and Giolito at two Christian Javier and Herman Marquez at three Vince Velasquez, Trent Thompson at Four. So, you know, is this as easy as just saying, give me Giolito and then get all the bats in the Colorado Astros game? Or would you prefer Paxton at 7.9 and really load up into that other game? Because Paxton in the single pitcher side at 7.9 is certainly cheaper. He's almost, you know, $2,000 cheaper than Giolito, but he is facing the race. And, you know, Paxton, although he can be good, he can also come out after three innings with a blister and God knows what else. So, mm-hmm. Where would you kind of put your money today, or was one just the tournament guy and one's just the cash game guy? I think I'm going to go Giolito just in that matchup with Detroit. The Rays can be sneaky good, and I, I Paxton had that one good start, but I'm not buying into it. I think people will take more Paxton because of the value that you're, that you're mentioning there. But I, I'd go Giolito, pay for the pitching, pay for the good floor, great matchup versus the Tigers, and uh, you can, there's still plenty of bats. You can get you know cheap Tampa Bay bats if you want, or cheap Yankees bats that are always cheap for some reason. And then uh, use some more White Sox because it's just the White Sox. All they do is hit. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be loading up on the left-handed Rockies bats today against Javier. Yep. Um, you could even go to the top and get Hampson at the top of that order too at three two as long as he's in that order. Murphy at three two on Fanduel also a value. You actually have a lot of decent. I mean, considering you know it's Colorado, you have obviously the the premium on Story and Blackman and Arenado. They are all above four K. But the only people above four are Springer and Bregman in the Astros lineup, which is kind of stunning. I mean, Marquez is good, but it's still a day game in Colorado. So I would just I would just get in there and make, do a couple things with that. I don't mind the Paxton one. If you want to have the lineup that's got Arenado and, and Blackman and, and Story and all that, you want to go crazy. I'm actually okay with that. But I think Bubba's right in cash. I think you lean towards Giolito for sure and take care of that. Nothing else here on this board, right? I mean, we're fading away from the rest of the slate here. Like. Pretty much. But the one thing I will say, I'd rather have Marquez than Paxton in a GPP. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, here's another question, I'll too. Go that way. Do you want to uh, – Blue Jays are at home in Buffalo. Is that Ooh, the – Stack them up. Other, is that the other way to go, too, if you want to really get a little strange instead of, like, going too heavy into the Colorado uh, contest? Maybe instead you go with the Phillies and the Blue Jays, get a little differential there? Because it, like, it seems like that would not be a bad – I mean – Grichik's just 2.6 on FanDuel. That's pretty darn cheap. Teoscar Hernandez, 3-2. Travis Shaw is at 2-5. So that's at the 4 o'clock game. I mean, I guess it all depends on... See, how are they working this in here? Do you get the 1 o'clock game, or do you have the 4 o'clock game in the day slate? Or you get both? Like, how does this work? I don't, I don't know one? what they're doing. Because then I pulled up the all-day slate, and it's not even on the all-day slate. But I know it's on a different slate, so know. who knows what slate it's on, because FanDuel's FanDuel. But it doesn't um, matter because none of the pitchers yeah. in either of these two games are any good. So either way, yes. it all makes sense. So it doesn't matter if it's the one o'clock pitchers and that's the one they're going to tabulate. Just just go and, and get involved in this one because Buffalo is proving. I mean, it's wind's not blowing the out. of the east. It's but it's been it's been pretty darn good so far. So 
you know, uh, if, if you're looking to save a little money and get some offense, it's definitely something to target and look into. All right. Uh, all day slate on FanDuel. Seth Lugo against Daniel Castano. No, thank you. I'm going to pass on this one. Are you loading up on any bats here, in particular on DK or actually on FanDuel? Excuse me, because it's a six o'clock. Sorry about that. Yeah, DK doesn't like uh, having fun. So no, we will, they don't uh, like it. If your game doesn't yeah. start at seven, you can't play with us. You can't sit with us. It's like Mean Girls. <laughs> mean Girls. <laughs> huh? What an underrated movie. Every kid should have to watch movie. that movie. I showed um, my daughters that movie actually last weekend. They loved it. They thought it was amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to showing my daughter that one someday because I, I think it'll age so well. Still, it really. Oh, it's will. it's still um, hysterical, dude. Like you know. Yeah, but let, let's we'll, we'll make fetch let's happen. Let's go back later. to DFS. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. This game between the Mets and the the, the Fish, I'm actually just going to fade it. Like we like the lefties in the uh, Mets lineup more, so like obviously a Pete Alonso, but I'm just not in on Pete Alonso still to this point. So I'm actually just going to kind of pass on this game. All right, uh, JD price Davis variance, <laughs> price variance alert. Woo woo woo. Raphael Devers is five point four on DK. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Guess what he is on Fanduel. Did you see? Nice you know and already? cheap. Tasty yeah, goodness. Okay. He's two point eight. Okay, bro. Bro, him everywhere. Cash uh, game I mean, lock. <laughs> come on, just lock this bad boy in. It's just yep. stupid. It's like when Gabriel Torres was two seven. You just keep playing him. Then he had that four for four night. I mean, he's just you have to. He's too good of a talent. Um, <clears throat> if you want to, you know, wake the sleeping dragon of JD Martinez a little bit and Bogarts to just go crazy against Wachikowski, okay, like I'm fine with that. And uh, it's not like Evaldi's any good too. So you can actually get involved in this game too. I, I like the over mm-hmm. in this one. Uh, we're sitting at like mm-hmm. I think nine and a half on this game, so I would go over. Um, any other thoughts or specific guys on this one for you, Bubba? Yeah, I'm game stacking this one big time. I, I love this one on DraftKings. You can actually get value with the Orioles. Santander at 43 is actually still too cheap for what he's doing. 34 on Fanduel, it's not bad, but it's steeper on Fanduel. He's been obviously. terrific. You know, he was terrific yeah, last year. Stop good. And we we you know I remember Chris and I on the show last year. We we had him all the time. He was like 2.8, mm-hmm. 2.9, yep. and he's at the three four now. But the dude continues to just be good from that two hole. And I, I'm with you, especially tonight when you don't have the Colorado game in play in the evening. Mm-hmm. This is definitely or the or the Buffalo game. Yes, <laughs> this is definitely the game. Exactly. To be looking at. This is the game to go to. Mitch Moreland's been on fire, but uh, just stack. I, I love stacking this game. However you want to put it together. But Devers is the best play. It's insane. He's 28 on Fanduel. Yeah, I don't care how, how owned he is, too. It's just, yes, just no, do it. all the chalk. I don't care. Yeah, okay. Speaking of chalk, Shane Bieber's at 12K on FanDuel. Yikes <laughs> against the, the Pirates, but he's only 10-6 on DK. <laughs> like, I don't understand that price on DK at all. It's like if you're not paying Shane Bieber on DK, just don't play. Yeah, why? Why wouldn't you be playing? I don't understand. Like, on okay, let's ask. The, we already know the answer is yes on DK. Like, it's just stupid. Yes. You know, you can you play it wherever. And honestly, you might even play it in tournaments tonight because it's so good. So yes, I guess here here's a, here's a question for you. What do you do with that 12K price on FanDuel? It's trickier. I get it. He's still electric, but there's a guy that's $1,300 cheaper in a very good matchup that I might pivot to to save money. That'd be Sonny Gray. So it's going to be a very yep. interesting discussion because 12K is just so steep, especially if you want to stack up. Maybe you do go for some of the more expensive Orioles and Red Sox or whatever. It makes it difficult with Bieber. There's other value, obviously, but 12K is asking a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm with you, Bubba. I think 12K is asking almost too much tonight mm-hmm. um and, and look that's even with guys like Rafi. like can you make it work yeah oh, you're yes. gonna need devers <laughs> you're gonna yeah. need guys like that and, and there and are Robbie enough grossman <laughs> well yeah robbie grossman you might even have to go extend to the all day to make it work and get some of yeah. those mets and marlins bats too because they're actually kind of underpriced as we've been saying 
during the week. Um, yeah, I mean, you're still getting a little bit of a discount with Lindor, but, you know, Cesar Hernandez is 2-7 if you want to go in that game, too. Uh, it's just, you know, Trevor Williams is, you know, not a big strikeout guy, but, you know, he's also not the biggest home run guy either. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, 10.1 against Kikuchi. You know what? The Mariners keep on <laughs> meeting up the Dodgers, and I got to ask you, like at what point do we get scared off here? Like I'm, I'm just curious because I, I'm definitely a little afraid right now of the Dodgers against the Mariners. I, I do not want them to play them anymore. <laughs> Enough. Yeah. On on paper, they should just destroy Kikuchi, but on paper, they should have dominated the last three nights, and they haven't done that. So it's very confusing. And Kikuchi, he, I think it was he hasn't even allowed a barrel this season for those that keep track at home, which is very good. As bad as he's been, he's keeping the ball like in the ballpark. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I'm just going to sit back and watch. I know and bets at 44 and, you know, Turner's at 34. The guys you'd want in the lineup aren't super cheap. If you want to like punt with a Pollock or something, you can. But I'm just going to kind of stay away from this one because I'm with you. It's really weird what's going on with the, the Dodgers right now. Yeah, and look, every team goes through this. They go through a funk, oh, and yeah. sometimes good teams always, you know, struggle with the weirdest opponents. This always happens in baseball. And the weird thing is on DraftKings, you're not getting a discount on anything. And if you're getting a discount, I'd be more apt to take it. But having to pay the premium price for the Dodgers right now against the Mariners, who, and look, that could very well change tonight. Okay, fine. Let it change on someone else's team. Because if it doesn't, I'm going to sleep much better. <laughs> I can tell you that much. All right, so here we go. This is one you got to flip a coin on. And yes, this is a four outcome game, but I have a strong feeling about this one too. So I'm going to go with the Woodruff side against Barrios and the Twins tonight. Uh, Brewers are starting to hit a little bit. Hira, Yelich, and this is what I kept saying about those those pitchers for the Brewers. I said, you know, outside of Woodruff, until you know that lineup starts getting going a little bit, I'm a little hesitant. And now that lineup seems to be getting going a little bit, and Woodruff is just 8.1. I love that price. Barrios has been beatable. Uh, Woodruff is 8.4 on DK. Um, Barrios is actually more. He's 9K. I, uh, for me, Woodruff is that, again, low ownership tournament multi-entry play of the night where I just feel like he can get enough strikeouts here because the bottom of this order from Marwin Gonzalez all the way down to Avila, there's some strikeouts here between Sano and Buxton and these guys. And I think that uh, Woodruff is going to, as long as he can handle Cruz and Rosario, the rest of this lineup should be a piece of cake for him. I really believe that Woodruff is that good. Yes, he is that good. I have no problem with that at all. It's just a matter of keeping some of those big bats in the ballpark and he can do just fine. So I'm with you there. And I think the, um, the Brewers are one of the, sneakier stacks of the night because they won't be as popular because like you said Barrios just isn't good right now he's not his velocity's no. not well good. and that's the other it's thing not crazy, too. not locating nothing and and it's it's kind of like the castillo thing like where castillo hasn't mm-hmm. been good but you if you dig in deeper to the numbers it shows you well he actually has been okay he's just like you said a bit of bad luck a bit of bad fielding a bit of everything a bad concoction of stuff whereas Barrios, when you dig in deeper you're like wow he really hasn't been that good and i don't know mm-hmm. I don't think turning it around against the Brewers is going to be the case tonight. Maybe it is, but I'm definitely willing to take that shot because Woodruff's K rate is exactly where it was last year. He's been outstanding. The bats are starting to heat up. I think this is a good situation here for Woodruff to go in. And again, I, everybody should be afraid of the twins, but this is what tournament plays are all about. It's like for Amber Valdez last night. Do you have the cojones to be smart different. And I think this is smart different. It's not just being different for the sake of being different or taking a guy, well, he's just 6K and look, it's Jesus Lazardo and he's really good. Yeah, he's really good. But he's going to go four innings. So what's that going to get you? Nothing. So, you know, Brandon Woodruff is going to go six or seven potentially if he's on that night. So who knows? Maybe even more as guys are starting to get stretched out. So for me, this is this is my big plant my flag. We'll see if I can do it three days in a row. It was Maeda and Valdez. Let's see, three in a row with Woodruff. 
Let's do it. I think we can make it work. I really do. Uh, Kyle Gibbs against Denelson Lamette at 9.4 over on FanDuel. Now, the DK side of this game, Lamette is just 8.5. Do you think there's going to be a lot of love for him tonight against Kyle Gibson and the Rangers? There should be. I have love for him. Like if you like you can you can on DK do a great Bieber lineup and not be too bad off. But if you want to save some cash, Lamette at eighty five, I'm all aboard that. I think uh, he's very much in play here. His strikeouts are are consistently good. Texas's offense isn't great for trying to pitching, so I like Lamette a lot. I think he's even an interesting pivot in uh, Fanduel, but uh, DK for sure. See where I struggle is with Woodruff at the same cost. I'm getting a far better pitcher. Granted, with a tougher matchup. Granted, it's on the road. Like, I get all that. But at the same time, I feel like there's enough. And I'll tell you what, these guys are in the 8K range tonight in terms of pitchers. You can actually get, you know, you could even team up Lamette and Woodruff if you really want to, you know, get away from the Bieber thing tonight in Sunday Gray. And you might be able to get Tatis in your lineup at 5-1 against Kyle Mm -hmm. Gibson, who's... You know, we, it's Kyle Gibson, last time I checked. And uh, on, on FanDuel, he's 4.7 if you want to pay for Tatis, which I'm not against doing tonight. I'm just not. Like, it's you know, he's been that good. He has, you know, and at home against the Rangers, it's been very heated. I, I'm all in for that kind of stuff. Anything else here from this game that uh, kind of catches your fancy? Yeah, the lefties have smoked Gibson over the last four seasons, not just last season or this season. Uh, so Hosmer's cheap on DK, Grisham. 31 on DK, Cronenworth 25 on DK, on Fandle, Grisham's 3, and Cronenworth's 24. So if you want some cheap lefties versus Gibson, Padres have what you need. What's a, what's your Cronenworth take so far? I love the guy, and he's been consistent double-digit fantasy points in three straight games. They keep running him out there. He gets more and more comfortable. A uh, little bit of pop, really good average type guy. Gets on, scores in front of the big boys. I, I like Cronenworth a lot. All right. I like Sonny Gray a lot, so I'm there with Bubba. Yes. 10.7 to me, he's your lock guy in terms of cash games tonight over on the FanDuel and the single pitcher slate uh, over on the other side, 9.5 on DK. You're getting a discount. And Adam Wainwright hasn't been, a, you know, the train wreck he's been in <laughs> some other, you know, seasons <laughs> past. But I just, I mean, Sonny Gray's just been out of his mind. He's been so good. And uh, to me, I'm just going to go that route. Once again, you look at the bottom of this order. You know, Tyler O'Neill and, and you know, the young Carlson and things like that. And you just kind of I, I think that there's enough there where, you know, Sonny Gray can go out there and still put up an, an 8K performance here in this one and get a W. They did lose Nick Senzel in this lineup, too. So uh, it's another loss there. Uh, but Jesse Winker continues to be cheap on DK. He's just 3.4 and he's sitting in the three spot on Fandle. He's just 2.7. Suarez is down to 2.7. Mustakas is three. There's a lot of value tonight, Bubba, for the Reds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like D, um, Winker on both sides. Like he's a lock for me in cash. And then on uh, DK, they're more expensive. Like Moose is forty eight, but three K on Fanduel. Sign me up. Uh, Vado's cheap if you really want to get weird. But Suarez, Casty at four K is a little pricey. But when you put the other guys with them, you can save the money. It's it's like stacking as Wainwright is not the most appealing thing, but for the value you're getting with the upside, especially just even just Moose and Winker by themselves, I like it quite a bit. Yeah, I'm with you. Like you take the two together, you take Winker and Suarez or Winker and, and Moustakas and or, or Winker and Castellanos, any of those guys. I mean, but the, obviously the Suarez and Moustakas at three and 2.7 respectively on FanDuel. It's just it's almost too good to pass up. All right. Uh, are we trolling uh, Sean Manaya again tonight? Because it feels like always, I always okay. it's, so, it's uh, not going to end. <laughs> so we got both Martes, Catel at three, five, Starling at yeah. three, three. Um, and uh, I think we're going to be doing that. I think that's that's where I'm going mm-hmm. with this one. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to get yeah. in on the Escobar business at two point seven? He's starting to show a little life. 
He's okay. I'd rather if you're going to do the Marte Parte, which you should. I, I think Kristen Walker at 28 is appealing. Yeah. He's also cheap on DraftKings. Use that, get that power right there in between, like right with the boys uh, hitting right in front of them. I get the Escobar love, but just go all all, all Christian Walker for me. And then uh, also 3K on DK, 24 on Fanduel. Nick Ahmed is people need to go look at his um, about last 15 days. He is hitting everything, and no one's talking about him. It's ridiculous how good he's playing. Mm, that's a good one right there because I don't even know if I realized that. Uh, I, did, Sean... I got bored last night, went down a rabbit hole, and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and, he, and he crushes lefties like like the last three or four years. So I, that's what made me look at it. And then I'm like, wait a minute. He's actually playing really, really good. So, yeah. yes, Nick Ahmed. All right. Now, with Nick Ahmed in this lineup on the other side, what about Oakland? Uh, any love for any of these guys here against Alex Young? Yeah, Alex Young's not great. They're um, you know, 35 for Chapman. I could get behind what what the value is. Like Loriano's 31, he's 45 on DK. Simeon only 29, Grossman 29. It's like that Simeon Grossman combo. It stinks they don't hit next to each other in the order. Uh, that's nice value. And then obviously Kana and Piscotti. So I don't know if I'm gonna pay up for the Chapman and Lorianos of the world. I'd rather get the value of Simeon's, Grossman's, Kana, Piscotti, some kind of mixture there. And they're they're also kind of a value on DK as well. All right, the last game here, we got the San Francisco Giants. Kevin Gossman against Jose Suarez. So uh, Trout's all the way at 4.5. You know he's always going to be expensive on DraftKings, obviously. More of the same, 6.2. If you want Mike Trout, you have to pay through the nose and basically, you know, just sort of layaway plan to get him in a roster. Uh, but anything from this one, too, because the total in this one somewhere around 8.5 or so. Um, is this one where sneaky offense late people are not on this game, or is this maybe just a fadeaway? What's your opinion? Uh, Gossman SP2 on DraftKings, $6,500. Zero problem with that in the GPP. So he's, okay. he's he's been actually very good. His swinging strike rate's up to 15% now that he's actually in the rotation. So he's pitching very well in that regards. And then um, the Giants, you can get value there and sneakily stack, especially if, even if you want like, some one-offs. Austin Slater leading off at 2500 It's lefties very well. Wilmer Flores at twenty five as well on FanDuel. And they're both uh, reasonably priced on DraftKings. All right, it's that time, boys and girls. It's time to call our shot. Bubba and I are going to pick somebody to go yard. And if you follow us over at the Line Star app on Twitter, you can retweet this segment and give us your home run call, and you can win some free swag. Everybody likes free stuff, so get involved in the fun. Bubba, why don't you go first today? Who's your pick to click? Who's leaving the ballpark going yard? Oh, I get to go first today. I feel so honored in that regard, and I'm going – I'm going with someone that's been just doing it time and time again. So eventually the other shoe's going to drop. But I'm going to go to Anthony Santander. I've had listeners call me out and say, you talk about him so much. Why don't you use him as your home run call? I'm using him tonight. It's uh, Eovaldi and Camden Yarns. All right. I'm going to stay in that same game, and I'm going to go with 2.8K on FanDuel, Raphael Devers. That's right. It's time. It's time to wake the beast. He is a great player. Not a good player. He's a great player. Mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time before this guy gets red hot and reminds everybody. Like, we're talking like triple triple crown good. Like, that's how good this guy can be. So, I like him tonight in Baltimore. So, we'll see if we can get some fireworks in that game. So, once again, go over to Linestar app on Twitter and Linestar MLB. Follow us and get involved. Win some free stuff. In the meantime, make sure you go subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. We are everywhere. And you can follow us on twitter as well at joe pizza 17 at kc bubba that'll do it for us today but the story of the game goes on for bubba i'm joey p there's nothing left to do now except step out of the on deck circle 
and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Casey Bubba.